We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The MPW Digital Podcast Network proudly presents McCrady and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. Join longtime SEC beat writer Neil McCrady and former South Alabama assistant, Alabama staffer, and Ole Miss recruiting coordinator Tyler Siski for an hour of football and fun. Listen and enjoy as they talk ball, the national landscape, and much, much more. Now, here's your host in the Clark Ford Studios, Neil McCrady. Welcome into another edition of McCready and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. <laughs> 300 milligrams of natural caffeine, BCAAs, electrolytes, zero sugar. Rain's got oh, what you, know. you need to push the limits, achieve your goals. Check them out on Instagram at Rain Body Fuel to learn more. I'm Neil McCready. That is Tyler Siski, back from Charlotte from the AFCA convention. Fresh off the boat, man. Yeah. I came in late uh, late Tuesday night. Uh, thank goodness I didn't have to wait till Wednesday. Our good friend Kane had to leave Wednesday morning. And he got all up in the uh, delayed flights and all that mess. So oh, yeah. He said it wasn't too bad, but. Um, it's all fixed now, right? No, it's all good. Yeah, yeah it's all good. They're back. But <clears throat> um, now we were teasing it before we started the audio file. So if you're listening on the podcast, um, today is my man Knox's seventh birthday. That's my tag team partner. My older kids are jealous of him because I get to spend time with him at this age, and they never saw me. Right. So they they are legit, like jealous and pissed. But so uh, Knox is uh, Knox was due. He was past due. Okay. So it was literally this time of year, right around the convention, all that stuff. Obviously, I did not go to the convention that year um, because I was expecting you know that to, her to have the baby. Well, the problem was is like tomorrow contact period goes live. Well, I had I'm at South Alabama. I had nine kids that I was getting ready to sign in that class, and I had them stretch from um, Hines Community College. I had two kids all the way to Atlanta, and so I had to see nine kids basically, you know, in a week. And it's very difficult at this time of the year trying to see nine kids uh, with a lot of travel. So I had stops all the way along the way, right? So. Joey Jones was our head coach, and he he arranged for a plane that was going to stay with me, and I was just going to hop the plane on and off like a taxi, basically. And the second she went to labor, I was going to come home. And I was like, dude, I can't. I, I mean, by the time I start doing, you know, calculations, I'm like, okay, if I'm in Atlanta, 
And I, even if I get back to the private airport, and I FBO, and I get back, I was like, dude, I'm going to two or three hours. It could, I could miss the birth. Sure. So we go on. Because he was being born in Mobile? He was being born in Mobile. At the infirmary or? Uh, women and Children's. Gotcha. Okay. And so um, we go in for our last, her checkup, because now he's past due. And uh, I knew the doctor. And I said, I was like, Doc, man, I said, you got to. I said, you got, I'm telling the situation. I was like, you got to help me out, man. We got to, is there any way we can induce and this? He's like, no, we can't do that. And my wife's in the room. Like, she's waiting on him to go in there. And I'm outside. And I was like, is there anything you can do? And this is on a uh, Monday. I said, is there anything you can do? He's like, I'll stir some shit up for you. And, dude, he goes in there. And about 10 minutes later, I, my wife is tough as nails now. I mean, she competed in gymnastics with, like, a broken ankle. And I hear her like, scream. And then he walks out and he goes, I got you taken care of. <laughs> and I'm like, what did you do? He goes, oh, I just stripped her membranes. Yep. And I was like, what? He goes, yeah, I didn't even tell her. I was like, cool. We get in. You know where uh, Women and Children's is. is yeah. It's kind of like downtown Mobile. Yep. And we lived in Spanish Fort. We did not get. We literally started on the I-10 bridge heading back to Spanish Fort. And her water broke. And we got, I took the the uh, causeway exit, went right back up on it, and went straight back to the hospital, and she was in labor. There you go. So I got to go recruiting on time on, on Friday. Well, as long as priorities were straight, because God knows. You know, got to recruit. You know, recruiting is pivotal when you're trying to. Joe, Ole Miss, Ole Miss offered an eighth grader yesterday. 2027. I know. My man Harrison Luke's 2020 class of 2027. So I heard he's a good player. He's a good player. Yeah. It's going to be like his uncle Tom. He's going to be a quarterback. He can spin it. So, he's getting multiple offers already before he even starts I'll, high school. I offered him at birth. So, but then now that I'm out of it, <laughs> it doesn't really matter. But he's he's a good kid, man. Love him to death. So, again, we're brought to you by uh, Rain. Uh, Tyler's got the white gummy bear. I'm about to bust out the uh, Razzleberry. I'll need it because I'll be driving a little late tonight. Got uh, got Oxford soccer. A little soccer? Uh, soccer at Grenada. D big district game. Got a big <laughs> district win on uh, Tuesday night. Yeah. Beat Grenada. I think I think if we beat Grenada, we wrap up. Guarantee second place and get a shot tomorrow at Startville. This early? Yeah. The, when do they finish? The playoffs start the 21st, and the state championship is like February the 4th. Really? Yeah, it's quick. Why is it early in Mississippi? The high school soccer season in Mississippi runs from November through January. You know, in Alabama, it runs like they're just now starting. It runs mm -hmm. through the spring. That's what it should be. Yeah. I don't know. Beats me. Yeah. But that's the deal. So they go. Um, we got a game tonight in Grenada, a game t tomorrow night in, in Starville. So is he, do they come back or are they staying out? No, they'll come back. We'll, I'll bring him back tonight. He's got to go to school tomorrow, can he? Yeah, got to go to school. Dude. They're playing at Mississippi State tomorrow on the Mississippi State soccer field, so that'll be kind of cool. Yeah, that will be. That'll be fun. Yeah. Good turf. Yeah. So, again, uh, rain total body fuel, 300 milligrams natural caffeine, BCAAs, electrolytes, zero sugar. It's got what you need to push the limits, achieve your goals. Check them out on Instagram. Rain body fuel. So, uh, what happened at the convention? Anything good? Well, really what I thought um, – not as heavily attended as the ones in the past. Uh, a lot of guys, a lot of guys taking it as vacation time. Uh, did see some staffs. Um, 
we still had a good good week for our product, and you know we're going to get four new schools out of it, so that's good. Um, you know, the big news coming out of it, it kind of broke while we were there. Um, this NCAA vote to make basically unlimited coaches. So anybody on staff can coach basically during the week, um, just can't coach on game day. Well, it goes to uh, the vote, I guess, yesterday, and they sent it back to the Football Oversight Committee, which I almost applaud them a little bit because they're sending them back now trying to tell the Football Oversight Committee, just think through everything before you do it, and I'm okay with that as long as they think through it instead of making rules. But basically what it's going to pass, it's just a matter of time. And I, I'd imagine it passes before this season. But what you're going to see is like people in my position, right, is I can coach all week long. I just can't coach on game day, which means I can't instruct the players on game day. So what you're going to see is, and I've already talked to several head coaches and kind of what their strategy is going to be, is you're going to see a lot of head coaches hire, you know, assistant offensive line coaches or whatever you call them, you call them analysts, but that's essentially what they are. And those guys are going to go in the box. So they, right. so they can't coach. But they're going to be in the box talking to people in the field, and you're going to have all your full-time assistants instead of those guys being in the box now. A lot of those guys—they're all going to be on the field, so they can, you know, adjust and see things like that. Now you may have coordinators up in the box still calling plays or whatever, but besides that, most of your own field coaches are going to be on the field literally on Saturday and leave it to those other guys up up top to do that. Gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah, because it's it's really everybody's doing it anyway. It's just making it legal. Same thing as. Paying players, making it legal. So they're basically taking all these rules that got everybody in trouble and making them legal. That's what they're trying to do. Gotcha. This is just the next step. Hold on a second. Something behind you. Oh, Stetson Bennett scoring again. Uh, Georgia <laughs> sixty-five to seven in the uh, national championship game. I think we both we both thought it would be a blowout. It was more of a blowout than we even thought it would be. Yeah, I said forty-eight seventeen was kind of what I told everybody. Yeah, I was. We ran past that. Yeah. Um. Not much to talk about from the game. It, it was over quick. But we had some fun stuff besides that. There though. was some fun stuff beside it. After the game, we uh, Kirby Smart's pregame speech got leaked. So the fun audio. fact. Breaking news. Fun fact. Mm -hmm. That didn't come from that game. That wasn't the pregame speech. Now, oh. he, he's given that. That's a pregame speech. But it wasn't from that game. Really? What game was I it? I don't know how that. Why? I mean, Twitter, man. Yeah. I don't know what game it was. I don't know what his pregame speech was. Probably wasn't much different than that, just to be honest. But uh, that's who he is, man. But these people that are acting like, I mean, there's people going after him and like wanting, I mean, are we kidding ourselves? Like, what do people think that happens in a locker room? I, I don't know. I mean, I'm literally, I, I don't get it. Like, I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm dumbfounded that people think, what do they think a pregame speech is supposed to be like? First of all, it lasts for like, one second. It lasts till you get hit in the face. Then you have to resettle. But Kirby's an emotional guy. Yeah. That's who he is. He was like that as an assistant. Um, I mean, a lot of coaches are like that. I know this is probably shocker and I and I've told you this before, but <laughs> you know, Matt Luke was like that. He get he yeah. had, he he get a little juiced up in in pregame. Nick, not so much. You know, he was very every once in a while he'd say something, but he wasn't a rah rah guy. Uh because Kirby kind of handled it for him, right? Um, you know, Freeze had Freeze was really good at pregame speeches. Um, he never cussed, but he got into it. Uh, but that's just how it goes, man. And I mean, I think he said "fuck" twenty six times or something in that, in that leaked audio. I thought it was great. Um, 
that's not for you, then you probably don't need to be playing the game. I mean, it's just how it goes, man. I mean, that's just. It makes sense now that you said that wasn't for that game because there were a few times when, as I was listening to it, thinking it was for that game, going, I don't understand. Like, what, what, what are you talking about Monday? And so that was that makes sense. Yeah, it was. It was not. And I was like, damn, you got a lot of pent-up hostility towards TCU. It's kind of <laughs> odd. And now, now now that makes more sense. It I'm, was for I'm, an SEC opponent. I'm thinking it had to be like Tennessee or Florida or something. I think I think it was Tennessee, but I don't – I didn't even – Okay. I, I just – it happened, obviously. It makes but, more sense that it was an SEC East team. And here's the other thing. If people knew how it worked – um, it'd be a little easier. First of all, when you're in a bowl game like that, you don't have auxiliary people around you in the locker room. All right. No player taped that, you know, no staff member taped that. Right. So who tapes those things? Usually it's recruits that are in there in the locker room, which means they have to be at home. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you would bring like your big time recruits and their people with them to see a pregame speech, uh, at home. So it couldn't happen from a road game or a ball game because they can't be there. Right. Because the trainer's not, you know what I'm saying? Like, right, right, right. Nobody's leaking that. So Okay, I think it was at halftime. You know me, I don't watch pregame shows. I don't mm-hmm. like them. Um, I And by halftime, I had checked out. I was gone. Uh, <laughs> so I did not watch the second half. Of, I was checked out too, but it wasn't because I was not watching the game. <laughs> I had flipped. I don't know what I flipped to, but I flipped to something. I never saw the end. Um David Pollock on the set, I want to say it was halftime based on what I've heard, was talking about Georgia's <laughs> dynasty. And he basically said, I'm paraphrasing, yeah. that Georgia was still a young team, young program, and they weren't done, and that they had replaced Alabama as the king of college football. What was most interesting about what he said, because I don't really, from, an, from a factual standpoint, I mean, he ain't ain't wrong. Um, Nick Saban was sitting right there, and he was talking to Saban as part of the broadcast. Nick Saban was part of ESPN's broadcast crew um, on Monday night. You could sort of see Saban's blood pressure uh, going up as this occurred. And uh, I wondered, and you know Saban, and look, the people that are like, Pollock shouldn't have said that. Oh, shut up. Pollock's job is to say something that we're still talking about days later, and he did it. Um, I'm wondering, you know, Saban, <laughs> Kirby just won two titles back-to-back. Yeah. Um, he 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 likes Kirby. And they're, I'm sure he's on one hand proud of Kirby Smart. Dude, that's his favorite son. But on the other hand, Something tells me he has not lost all of his competitive juices just yet. How much? Oh, he's. How much did what David <laughs> Pollock said? How much did what he witnessed there in Los Angeles on Monday night motivate him moving forward? I would just like to take this chance to let David Pollock know that you just poked the bear. Um, all kidding aside, though, David didn't. He didn't say Bama. He he was basically making a statement. I think he said something like Alabama's the new standard, or Georgia's the standard, or something of college football now. I couldn't hear what he was saying. I was in a bar. I was watching it. Yep. But they had music on or something. I couldn't hear it. Sure. I saw Nick's face. I saw Pollock like looking that way, and I saw Nick's face. I've seen that look before. I knew he was pissed about something. And then later on that night, I saw it on social media. I was like, oh. And uh, 
subsequently, I guess that's the right word. Subsequently. I can't pronounce it. I'm a, I'm a redneck. <laughs> um, I'm not an English major. Sorry, sorry, Mom. Um, I have gotten word back that the flight home was very uh, colorful, and he is pissed, and I, I would hate to be in the staff meeting or anywhere around that program for a while that will be that's well, a, a, a long flight even on a he, private jet from los a, angeles to tuscaloosa he'll have a bulletin board i mean it dude it not a bulletin board but he'll it will the message that will be used and that place does it's hard to get motivation sometimes right mm-hmm. and yeah that was that was probably david pollock uh unintentionally i don't think he did it on purpose i think he said it and then realized oh shit nick's sitting right there right because david's a good dude too now. oh yeah great hey, guy hey, and look and didn't do he wouldn't have said that i think he would have rephrased what he said i think he literally forgot that he was sitting right there but Got he wasn't wrong no he's not wrong and i the, mean georgia's preseason number one next season yeah um most the the in las vegas already the odds on georgia i mean you have to put down like 300 bucks to win 100 or something crazy I, maybe it's the opposite of that i think they're like plus 175 or something yeah i mean it's it's crazy right and so they are the standard they're who everyone's shooting for right now if you want to get to the top you got to go through georgia he's not wrong it's yeah. not i mean it's not insulting kirby's kirby's a snap from having three titles yeah i i would uh I will tell you this. I, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. I'm not going to be the captain hot take that ever says it's going to be over. And people, mm-hmm. and as much as we want to say, like everybody, and me included, okay, I'll raise my hand. Oh, the NIL, Alabama, you, hey, you wait, this NIL, they're not up there with everybody else. Mm-hmm. Well, here they go. They just put together the best recruiting class. I want you to think about this. And it's on paper, okay, and it's all on paper. Right. The best recruiting class in the history of the University of Alabama just signed. Yeah. I know that I know I mean you know what I mean like okay so what is it now is the NIL okay or what are we doing right like something something's something's working well I will reiterate what I've said all along that NIL's big and it's important pay for play quit calling it NIL damn it. PFP the uh, PFP is important but it ain't all it, it's not the end-all be-all <laughs> I mean I, Jaden Rashada probably says hello but there's for most guys <sighs> For most guys, it runs deeper than that. You still have to build relationships. You still have to recruit the kids. You still have to do the things that make a kid and his family and the people around him feel comfortable with the decision. You still have to show that, hey, we put guys in the NFL and we put guys in the NFL prepared to play. And quite frankly, the two programs that do that the very best right now in whatever order you want to pick are Georgia and Alabama, or Alabama and Georgia. I don't care which way you want to do it. Those are the two that not only put guys in the NFL, but put guys in the NFL ready to go. Yeah. I mean, look at at Georgia's guys that are in the NFL as rookies. They were ready to play. (laughs) Yeah, they're ready ready to play. And, I mean, Alabama's about to have the, you know, at least, well, frankly, the first three picks in the draft are all likely to be Alabama or Georgia guys. Yeah, and this year Alabama set the record with having seventy players, former players, yeah. under Nick Saban play in the NFL. Yeah, seventy. It's, it's think about that. And the truth is, Georgia. I mean, that's more than one full roster in the NFL. Kirby Kirby went to Athens and turned it into Alabama East quickly. And but I mean, he followed a model that was essentially the yeah. Alabama model. He did it his own way. He put his own stamp on it. But there's not a lot of differences between the two programs. 
when you look at what they've done. And again, credit to Georgia, credit to Kirby Smart. They got it done. And Alabama at this point has to counter because I think even Nick Saban would probably begrudgingly admit that they've passed us. Yeah. And the thing about it is <clears throat> you look at this year, and that we were talking about that this morning is you look at this year at Alabama and you're you're like, oh, they're down they were they had a down year. Well, at the end of the day, when all the dust had settled, they lost two games by a combined four points. Yep. Both of them off walk off wins. Yep. And they annihilated the Big Twelve champion. Yeah, they did. In the I mean, so yeah, I mean, they did lose the games or whatever. Makes you, I, and I tell people this all the time. I'm just I'm going to keep saying it. Be be careful what you wish for with this 12 team playoff, because if we, as long as he stays there, and as long as Kirby's at Georgia, you may end up with a because they get better as the year goes on. You may end up with an Alabama Georgia final every single year for however many until they get tired of. I mean, you, yeah. you you're going to look how many times are they going to play. If this was a 12-team playoff, would they have met in the in the championship game this year? Yes. What about the year before? Yep. Well, they already did. <laughs> you, know what the, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, well, odds are. It's yeah. going to be the new Alabama-Clemson. You know what I mean? It's sure. Gonna be, until someone catches until them. Until somebody so catches you, them. You now know when you're setting out to win a, t- a title, well, you know what the standard is. You know who you have to pass. You know who you have to go through. So it's right there. Yeah, Hardman says Stetson Bennett had to work a lunch hour shift today at Raising Canes in Athens because of his NIL agreement. Yeah, my brother-in-law got him that deal. Got him that and Bojangles, I think. Yeah, so he'll probably be doing a Bojangles spot here before too long. So He'll be all right. He'll be all right. He's, dude, he's. Something tells you he wasn't, like, really working hard. Dude. It was, it's all going to be okay. <laughs> Signing some stuff, taking some pictures. He was, he, he had a great hourly wage for that. I can promise you that. Um, but, no, it was. Uh, Stetson Bennett State Farm in Athens. Just. <laughs> Print the money. Yeah, I think he'll, I think he'll get a shot. Yeah, I do too. I mean, there's some bad quarterbacks in the league right now, so he'll get a shot. Uh, the portal's really competitive. We've talked about this for a while, yep. but it's more competitive than people thought it would be. Kids are doing this deal where they, they don't really, they don't really take official visits out of the portal the way that people are used to official visits being done. Like it's not the whole arrive on Friday at four o'clock and check into your room and take a picture of the pretty cake and all that. Oh, that still goes on, but not with those guys, but it doesn't go on with those guys. Those guys are flying in, going to dinner, going to meetings, sitting down, talking business, getting out and going to the next place. Like there's a wide receiver and I can't think of it green. I think from Oklahoma state that last weekend basically visited Auburn, Ole Miss and Wisconsin. Boom, boom, boom. Well, he wasn't checking in and spending forty eight hours in all three of those places. You don't want to go last in that and that and that one because you're they're tired. When you, I bet when you go back and look at the, and I don't know, but I'd have to go look it up. If you go back and look at the stats, I bet at the end of this whole cycle, when p- the kids that did that, look where they signed. So is it the new rules that are making the portal so competitive? What what yeah, is it? So I think the new rules are is what's making it. You know, of course nil, but. The price has gone up on guys. Um, I know, you know, $50,000 will still get you a guy, but, you know, and even Ole Miss, they've stepped it up. I mean, I don't, I'm not going to sit here and say publicly what it was, but I know what the tight end cost they just got, who's a really, really, really good player. Um, I mean, really good. He's legit, the kid from Memphis. But 
They didn't pay 50 for him. They paid a lot more than that, um, a lot more. But um, here's the deal. Last year, when the portal, this time last year, when everybody was loading up on the portal, 25 was still a real number, right? So you had to take high school guys and portal guys and equal 25. Yep. All right. Now, you could do some great stuff with making them walk-ons and things like that, but for the most part, you're dealing with 25. So a lot of these colleges were signing more high school kids than portal kids. Well, now there's no, there is no 25. It's 85. So everybody can go take 10 or 12 guys out of the portal now instead of being one or two guys. So I think it's uh, you're getting more portal action to balance out the roster. Um, and so you're having – you know, instead of, you know, Alabama going to sign three or four guys, maybe they sign t- 10 or 12. Um, you're just going to have because they're trying to get to 85. And so it's just going to create the rich are getting richer. So, yes, Jeremy, um, he got paid more than 50. So, but the tight end, they did a good job. Like like Ole Miss example, you know, Ole Miss signed, what, 12 high school kids? Yep. You know, the players that they're getting are very good. They're high quality. They need more of them. So with the high school players? Well, everybody. Yeah. They need more of them. They need some big boys. But, like, the tight end, dude, he's a, he's a real deal now. Pre-scoring? Yeah. He can kick and play. I mean, he's legit legit. I mean, he's an NFL guy if I've ever seen one. He's he's what they look like. Hell, I mean, really, really good. Um, He's got to work on his run blocking just like everybody else. He's not more, but he's a little bit more uh, than trig as far as blocking. But the kid is a – He's going to catch a ton of balls. And, look, Lane knows how to deal with tight ends. Yeah. You know, when he's had a good one, um, you know, we had O.J. Howard at Alabama that he did wonders with. You know, um, he had the Herod, the Bryant kid at FAU that won the Mackey. I think he won the Mackey. He was a finalist at least. Yeah, he won it. He won it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he had the Yaboa kid the first year he was here. Yeah. And he's – I mean, he's – you watch what those tight ends do when they get to the league. They don't do as well. So that tells you that they're doing a better job with the kid in college than they are in the NFL. So I think he's going to be a good player. Howard is still in the league, right? And, he is. And the kid from FAU is still in the league. I don't, yeah, though they I, I play. Don't think, I don't think Kenny stuck, did he? Yaboa? No, I saw him on the sideline. Uh, I don't know who he's playing for. I swear I saw him on the sideline okay. like last week. Okay. I don't think he's, he's doing teams and things like that. Just not catching 80 balls. And all right, that stuff, right. You know? Well, good for him. But like, dude, O.J. Howard – he was a dude. Yeah, he was He was a great college player. Yeah. Uh, we're also brought to you by Walk-On Sports Bistro. They put everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth-watering, made-from-scratch Louisiana cuisine, po'boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers, fresh salads, all in front of 70-plus TVs, 40-plus ice-cold beers on tap. NFL playoffs get rolling on Saturday. If you are um, looking for a place to check out a game, Maybe you're uh, wanting want to watch, keep up with the college basketball game. Whatever the case may be, stop in walk-ons, especially in Oxford or Ridgeland. And uh, please tell them how much you appreciate them sponsoring McCrady and Siski, and also how much you appreciate them sponsoring all of our MPW digital content. Jets, Doors Rules. That's I was watching the uh, Jets and uh, Dolphins game. I think. Oh, okay. So I saw them on the sideline there. Okay, for, good for right. Um couple of issues. I want to talk a little bit more about the portal. A lot of academic issues in the portal. A ton. So you're starting. I had a couple of conversations about this at the convention. A lot of these kids are going to the portal. 
that have been making some NIL money. Mm-hmm. And it was a worry of mine, but I was like, maybe I'm just being old man yelling at clouds. They're getting paid, and they don't think they need to go to class. So there's some guys that are going in the portal and going back to their place, and everybody's like, oh, they must have upped their NIL. (laughs) Easy, boss. Uh, One particular guy that I know of, yeah, I won't really – I don't want to go out, but one particular guy – had a $600,000 NIL deal offer, could not take it. They both wanted it, but he has to take 30 hours between You know, it's a really nice place to visit. Don't, that's, I can't do it. Can't do it. You can't do it. Don't do it. I can't. This one, I can't. I know you can't, but I, I, you I, can't. I, I know don't. about it without you. Yeah, but please I don't. Won't. I won't. Please don't. <laughs> please, on this one. I won't. I'm just on this one. Let it go. All right. Just on that one. Um, Left a lot of money on the table. Yeah. And it's going on in a lot of places. Yep. All right. These kids are going that you're, I mean, and they're having to graduate. So you got two options. You can go back and figure out how to graduate and then get on it. Or you can, I mean, just stay where you're at. But there's a lot of, a lot of deals that are getting shot down because of this. That was a very popular conversation um, in there. And it's because they, they don't, they're not going to, when they're getting paid and they're not going to class. Yeah. I mean, that's just call it what it is. Yeah. Um, so, or not doing their work. I guess you don't have to go to class anymore. It's, it's online now. It's stupid, simple, but, uh, that's one. And then I did get to listen to a little bit of the show this morning as I was working and I, I, y'all hit on it a little bit, but the multiple year transfers, yep. um, they're trying to cut that out, but let's be real, man. All right. Let me, let's just look, let me tell you what I do. I mean, I know this is, this is making the public feel better about this rule. Hey, look, man, here's a lawyer's number. I need you to call this lawyer and uh, and tell him you're having some mental anguish. That's it. Check. I know. That's what I, told, that's what I said on the show this morning. Check. It's, there's, it's one thing to put that in writing and go, hey, we're going to really crack down. Like you said, it makes people feel better. I promise you if a kid wants out bad enough on a second transfer, he's All going to get All you have to, to do is it. get a lawyer. That's he's it. Threatened to sue, and it's over. They're going to waive it. And before you know it, it's gonna. I'm just telling you, it's coming. It, not this year, and probably not next year. It may happen this year, but it's coming soon. You can transfer as many times as you want, because here's the next argument. Hey, I, like for example, this is my daughter. Got a daughter who's a sophomore at Arkansas. She wants to transfer to Tennessee. She can. And if she wants to go to Tennessee for a semester and then transfer to Missouri, she can. She can. So if a common student can, why can't a student athlete? Yeah. Don't tell me about scholarships. Stop. Well, they, I don't want to hear it. They argue. They say you can't. That The argument is, is the NCAA will tell you you can transfer. You just have to sit out. That's why? what they argue. She doesn't have to sit out. She can go right. straight into business school. I know. Well, you can go to business school. They, that's what the, how they... Make themselves feel better. Yeah, I'm just telling you. Justify the story. It's coming. All right, so it may be coming. Look, (laughs) we'll talk about it. We could talk about it if you want to. I don't want to make this an Ole Miss show, but if a particular player comes to this place, it may be happening here. It may be some mental anguish with some attorneys here on the quarterback position. (laughs) See, you, you don't want me to talk about something, and so I don't. And then you're like, okay, so now that you 
You know what that was? That was. That was. Hey, I'm almost done with this rain. Almost. Was, I only have a little bit left. That was. I'm gonna throw a fastball, and I said, "Okay." I'm, you said, but, "Hey, but let it go." I'm like, "Okay." And then on the next pitch, you're like, "I'm gonna throw another." One. I'm like, "Okay, I need to swing this time." No, no, don't. And then you throw it at my head. Oh, all kidding aside, I know we got a bunch of Ole Miss fans that listen. And if you're not an Ole Miss fan, I apologize. If that kid decides to come here, he needs Sanders. He needs his representation needs to be immediately fired. Immediately fired. I feel like there's something I don't know. Oh, I'm I'm with you here. I mean, I mean, there's something. Mm. Yeah, that we are in the total dark about. Because otherwise, and this isn't about Ole Miss at all. This is just like this. Anywhere, this doesn't make sense. It's like deciding to go to transfer to LSU as a quarterback right now. See, when they brought the kid in from from Purdue, Brady Allen, I said, "Oh, that makes a ton of sense. That makes a ton of sense." He's young. Get it? Yeah, he could learn a year, go be a backup, go play forever. Yeah, play for be the guy. Right? The guy makes a ton of sense, and you know he's he's probably. Probably good enough to to before Purdue brought in Hudson Card, the plan with the previous staff Jeff Brom and them yeah was that he Brady Allen was going to be the quarterback he was going to be the guy right yeah and so Jeff Brom leaves for Louisville, uh, change staff they bring in Hudson Card to be the quarterback or to at least compete for the quarterback job right and Brady Allen goes peace out yeah now I assume he's not one of the academic people we're talking about he is not okay um. He comes in on a visit, and it's my understanding, and again, I don't know this, so I'm, I'm going to put this out as just something I heard, okay? I heard that he wasn't offered, that Ole Miss didn't offer him, and that he just decided, you know what, screw all this. I'm going to stick, stick with where I am. He's an Indiana kid. Yeah. Um, played, had a storied high school career. I'm just going to go back to Purdue. I got lots of time. I can get in the portal another time if I need to. I'm good. Because you can get in the portal. He, he didn't use his transfer, so he can jump back in the portal in April if he wants. Yep. Um, that made sense. Brady Allen made sense to me. Uh, Mike Wright, who I've heard not another word about from Vanderbilt, made some sense because I'm like, well, you know, at worst, he's a change of pace guy. He's athletic enough to maybe. He's taking a snap and can, and can give you value somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, can do some other things. Yeah. And in the event that you had a emergency, he's played quarterback in the SEC. Get before. you out of a game, right? Probably not going to get you through a season, <laughs> but he could get you through a couple of games, right? If something happened, and hey, he's got to play, he's got to get the start mid-season for a game against Arkansas with a bye week around it because Jackson Dart has a badly sprained ankle or something, right? I mean, yeah, players get hurt. Okay, I got that. I understood it. Sanders, though, 23-year-old kid, <laughs> has played a ton of football at Oklahoma State. I don't think he's quite as good as Jackson. Um, but it's not, dude. It's but, not. It's, but it's close right now. Jackson's still young. Jackson will turn 20 in May, I think. I'm betting on the come, right? So right, right. If you put him last year, Sanders versus Dart, I'm taking Sanders. This next year, I don't know. Because I saw the constant improvement through the year. By the end of the year, Dart was there. And everybody goes, hey, man, you got to have competition. Pro mindset. Pro mindset. <clears throat> okay. 
it's not a pro mindset because it's not because in a pro setting you don't bring burrow in to buffalo yeah the chargers aren't going out and going you know what we ought to do we ought to go get lamar jackson we ought to trade for lamar jackson yeah but he and justin compete no yeah so it, it it doesn't make sense because what you're going to have if if you bring in sanders and you have a competition and you'll have a competition you'll have one whoever doesn't win it is going to be pissed yeah and so they're not going to be the good soldier. Like last year, and I said this on the show this morning, so forgive me if I'm being repetitive. Luke Altmeyer lost the quarterback competition, yeah. knew that he had his transfer in his pocket, and said, I'll be a good soldier. And the tampering portal exists. It just does. And every, I have no problem with it. it duh. Luke knew pretty early on, hey, I'm going to have some opportunities. He knew there were going to be multiple opportunities. Yeah. Okay. And so he said, I'll be cool. I'll be a good soldier. I'll get my work in, stay sharp, blah, blah, blah. And sure enough, he's at, at Illinois, and I think he'll be Illinois' starting quarterback next season. Yeah. This is a different deal. <laughs> because if Sanders, if Sanders comes in and doesn't win the job, unless there's something I just don't know about, he's probably going to be like, so wait a minute. I, I left Oklahoma State to come here and sit? And if he comes in and wins the job and you're Jackson Dart, you're like, so I came here, competed, won the job, and now you want me to sit and wait my turn? I don't understand why he would go somewhere to compete where he can go a gazillion places and not compete or stay where he's located and not compete. Yeah. He's got one year left. That's it. He's got to go to the NFL. Now, here's the problem, and you were talking about being a good soldier. It's not about just the person being a good soldier or not. When you got a quarterback competition, it happens everywhere. And if people tell you any different to you, Neil, they're lying to you. Right. Okay? This is what happens when you have a quarterback competition. Is if you, me and you are competing mm -hmm. for the spot, sure. There's going to be players on the team when you are trying to lead that are going to be. It's just like the, the two big guys at the school going to fight each other. There's going to be people in your crew, and there's going to be people in my crew. Right. All right. If you beat me for the job, my guys will never follow you. They can say what they want to. Well, that's what's weird to me is that you asked Jackson Dart to lead. When you got two alpha males, man. You, you And he led. He did what you asked him to do. And frankly, in November, when the head coach wasn't locked in, the quarterback was. Yeah. And because I thought Jackson played pretty well down the stretch. Dude, I, I'm a fan. Yeah, I, I am too. And I, like I, every game that goes on, I become a bigger fan of the, kid, of the kid. Let me say that before I get shot. He's tough as nails. I love the kid, man. Yeah. And the bowl game, I know that nobody got the results they wanted and right. fans didn't or whatever. But that kid, he, I mean, talking about gaining respect, dude, I'm like, dude, Jackson Dart, I'm okay with that guy. But if I could go to, I could go to war with him. But if you bench him in favor of a guy that you just brought in, that's that, that, the remember, my the, crew is huge because I've been here for yeah, a year and a but, half. And the, the message it sends, is I don't. It's just weird. That's all. But look, it's hey. I'll, I'll say this before anybody goes. So you're judging. I'm not. No, it's not my program. It's Lane's program. You do what you want with it. You're the guy. That's right. And if you if 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 the pro mindset <laughs> thing is hey, we're going to keep recruiting above you and sounds good. Go for it. <laughs> I will just simply say I will be watching curiously if that happens. Because right? dude, he's a guy now. <laughs> I mean, Sanders is a dude. We can write it off. We can go read your stats and all that shit. Sure, I'm sure. just telling you. Yeah. It, you want a competition? You fisting to get one if, yeah. it, if it comes. 
but goes back to the whole deal. Because he'll go compete. And, but I don't understand it on either side, though. I don't either. It's not just Ole Miss's side. I don't understand it from the kid's well, side. Well, no, I don't either. Like, who the hell is advising this kid? They should be fired. They should be well, fired. Well, he hasn't done it yet. I know, and but it's there's, possible that he's just driving up a pay for, pay for play. But there's other schools that are rumored to be in it on the kid. They're starting to move on too. So something's. Who else is rumored other than Auburn? And I keep hearing Auburn's kind of moved on. I'm trying to think if I can. I can't because of the client stuff. But okay. but there there's people moving on that right. are that are in it, and I and I would normally say, but I can't because my I business. understand. But. I'm just blown away by the – and it's not just the Ole Miss side. That's one thing. That's a whole other conversation. But why in the hell would you advise the kid to do that if he's got one year left? But whatever. Um, There's a question in the thread. I do yeah, not want to. I do not want to make I'll this an it. Ole Miss show. So I, That's okay. I'm careful to do that. Is Walker Howard visiting Ole Miss this weekend? If he is, I don't know of it yet. I've heard TCU. I, everything I've heard in the last 24 hours is that Walker Howard is going to TCU. I, I, I don't see a scenario where he goes to Ole Miss. Well, that doesn't put out that he would visit, but I've heard as far as where he's actually going to go, I've heard TCU. Well, I've heard he's going to TCU and it's going to happen quickly. Okay. But, but I, I could be wrong. Be wrong. Yeah. Walker Howard, for example, it makes no sense for Walker Howard, who left LSU because he didn't think he was going to play, to come to Ole Miss where he's not going to play. And part of his reason, too, is Nuss is going to stay. Right. And so he'll never be the guy because they're both freshmen, technically. But, but Jackson, realistically, has two more years here. So he's he's not staying. I would be surprised if he's here one more year, after one more year. I think he'll be ready after this year. You think Dart's ready to go pro after, after one more year? After one more year. Really? Yeah, I do. Huh. Dude, I like the guy, man. I know you I'm do. A, I'm a, I know I'm you a do. Dart fan. I, and I'll have to admit, I wasn't at first. But I'm the guy has really, 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 really improved. All right, we got to touch this next one because I promised somebody I would. Okay. And I know you touched him. <laughs> this Rashada saga. Okay. I was looking to see where we were in the notes. Yeah. All right. Jaden Jaden Rashada. All right. So I want to clear up a few things that are out there. All right. One, this they asked they asked uh story breaks. I guess was it on three, I think, that broke it that said that he had requested his uh release from his National letter of intent. That's in li. That, I think that's who broke it. Yes. Then it came out that his dad does a deal with two four seven sports that says, "Oh, that's not what happened." Yet he has not enrolled. Uh, we did not ask out. I don't believe any of it because he also said he wasn't decommitting from Miami and then committed to Florida the next day. So I don't believe any of it. Um, I did hear your part this morning where you said that we saw him in Vegas. I did hear that part. Yeah. I mean, he was all in. All right. Here's the deal. Let's say that he wants out of his NLI. That's your national letter of intent. Okay. If I'm Florida, you know what I do? I'll tell him to kick rocks. I'm not letting you out. Kick rocks. Florida's got all the power here. Are you putting me on the Zoom here? Talk right to the hey, camera. Billy, don't let him out. <laughs> don't let him out, Billy. Tell the kid to kick rocks. I mean, because here's what's got to happen. All right. Everybody's like, oh, he's got to enter the transfer portal, all that stuff. He can't enter the transfer portal until he enrolls in school. Right. So he's not in school right now. So he can't enter the portal. Because there's no place to transfer to. There's no to. place to transfer to. The only thing that he can do is enter into school right now and then leave in, in May. But you know what I would do? I, do you want this guy to lead your team? You want you want to put your job on the line and all that NL N I L money. Going towards this guy? I mean, there's some red flags. You're going to put your job 
I got to go home and tell my wife and kids, hey, we got fired today because I screwed up and I paid this kid X amount of dollars. And there's rumors out there that's nuts, but I paid this guy whatever the money is. I will tell you this. I can tell you this. This isn't Florida being short on NIL money. There's some rumors out there about that. That ain't the problem. What is? It's the kid. I think we got some renegotiation going on. Oh, so he agreed to a deal, and now he's asking for more. We were trying to play play sides of the fence. Because there are rumors out there that I he agreed he got, to a deal and, and think, that the money wasn't there. I think he got offered more money somewhere else after he signed his deal. Oh. And he's trying to get matched and all stuff, or we're going to go in the port. We're playing the games already. Bump that. I'm not putting my job on the line for that. You know how I said bump and not the F word? I saw that. I'm growing as a person. All right. You're welcome, Mom. Um, but yeah, here's the deal. Kick rocks, man. Kick rocks. Let me tell you what I'd do. I'd hold his, I'd hold him hostage. Because now the school basically has his rights until December. Yeah, for a year. How about this, boss? You ain't going nowhere. Let's see how much money you're gonna get next year when you don't play. Good luck getting your hundred grand. I kick rocks. I, there's not a chance in hell I'm putting this kid on the field to play for me. No way. Because let me tell you what, you can go put a receiver out there or running back out there but not the guy that touches the ball every play not the guy supposed to be the leader of your team in the alpha yeah no, there's not a chance in hell this guy's playing for me no way and you may tell you what else he doesn't realize he's doing because as crazy as i am right now there's 120 other fuckers out there like me too mom he i made it i'm, I'm done i told y'all i'm done it's freaking 45 minutes but like bump that man don't don't uh-uh you can't be a leader of a football team and do that. You can't. That's not the guy I'm putting my job on the line for. There are I'm also guys, and you know this, there are also guys that love recruiting so much that it, they just don't want it to ever end. I understand that. And then you know what? You know what happens to those guys? They, they don't they, ever pan out. They all fail. They all fail, 100%. 100%. It's literally, it's, it's, it's the most easily predicted outcome. Yeah. Bump that man. There's I watch, no, there's I watch no way kids, that guy's I watch me. kids go. I just you can tell it's just like I, I know what happens when it ends. It ends, and I don't want it to end. It's like you, dude, you do want it to end. You just want to get started with your football career and go report and go play. And the ones that milk it, man. I mean, as a rule, it just doesn't work out. Yeah, I, there's no way, no way that I'm letting that guy play quarterback if I'm coaching this guy. There's no way. I'm just not doing it. And. He can take his all the money he's supposed to get. You can go buy damn half a team. And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, they got – I don't know if this Graham Mertz thing, you know, Graham Mertz transferred in. Yeah. I don't know if that had anything to do with it. But well, what did he expect, to walk in as a true freshman and be the guy? Yes. That's what they all expect. Every one of them. How about this? How many kids did Ole Miss sign? 12? Guess yeah. what? All 12 of those high school kids are going to show up expecting to be the guy. Every player you – and I'm going to be honest with you now. I don't want to recruit somebody that doesn't think that either. Of course. All right. I want somebody to have, they got to have some swag. They got to have some nuts to come in there and want to compete, but you got to compete. Nothing's going to be given to you, right? That's what you preach, 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 preach. And that's what they do. Okay. That's what they do. They're, you know, and in, in Lane's defense, he talks about pro mindset. He's not going to give a kid anything. They got to go earn it. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. But then you turn around and you're giving them money for nothing at the same time. So we're, we're speaking out both sides of our mouth. Does that make sense? Like yep. you're giving them money for nothing. I mean, but I'm not playing this kid. He can go to wherever, you know, and he may be the best damn quarterback that ever lived, and he may turn out. But you know what? I can live with myself at night. No, I can't have that guy leading a team if you're trying to do some in this league because it's going to be hard to get leadership. There's a lot of things, a lot of problems that's going to be there. All right, I better get off that before I get pissed. <laughs> so you're not a fan of coaches on Twitter telling kids to leave their film? Dude. <laughs> All right, I promised I would say this. This is another thing. This is my rant. I'm at 45-minute mark now. There are coaches on Twitter, Power 5 coaches, 24s, we're coming, drop your film below. They ain't watching that film. They're not even watching it. They're trying to get clout and get social media presence. Drop your film. We're heading out now. You know, they're not watching that shit. And these kids are just suckered into it, man. They're just dropping right on into the – Right on into it. They're dropping. You got, you know, five, seven, 220 pound pulling guards putting in their freaking kid look good and putting in their tape. Looked, to, did you see the first Notre Dame? I mean, that was great. What are we doing? It, it really, it's a big pet peeve amongst coaches right now, by the way. That's yeah. another thing I got. We went, had a whole, whole, we drank a lot of beer and we're talking about this the other night. It really pisses everybody off that you got these young guys that are coming in. 24, drop your film. I'm not going to watch it. I just want you to hit that follow button so I can get my followers up, so I got my clout. It's it's ridiculous. There's not a damn one of them. How about this? There will be a study of how many kids actually sign with a coach that they drop their film under their Twitter. I bet it's zero. So kids don't do that. You're just They're just playing games. They're playing mental games with these kids, and it's bullshit. So, anyway. Jim Harbaugh next year is the coach at? Jim Harbaugh next year is the head football coach 
at the Denver Broncos. Whoa. Put a mark on this one. Hot take. Where's my man, Jeremy Hudson? He he left us. He said I was an idiot, uh, redneck idiot with hot takes is what he said on your show. Um, and in the little in the deal, I literally picked up and saw it on Monday. So that's your redneck idiot hot take. You know, the, one of the, the things day. I enjoy about the new setup is that I'm not as glued to this chat as I was in the past, and it's kind of nice. Yeah, that's your redneck idiot hot hot take. He's the head football coach of the Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos, that's my guess. Okay, better Michigan. I mean, he he grinds at Michigan. He he. If he's not there's at Michigan, there's a man sidelines Eastern Michigan showing up. Where's the hard hat at? You still got the hard hat. What you yeah, do with it's, it? it's over there. Wear the hard hat for my guy sidelines. You gonna go get it? Okay, that's cool. Where's your hat? Yep. Also, looks good. Don't you don't need the head. headphones. You're all right. You're all right. I gotta hear myself though. So oh, okay. Go. What do you think? Is that a good look? It's a really good look. That's for you, sidelines. Set it right here. If, if he if he's not. I think he's staying, but in the event that you're right and he's at Broncos, who's the Michigan coach next year? We go. We're going double hot take today. Yeah, why not? Shane Beamer. Oh, AFCA was fun. Oh wow! Which makes me now want to keep going. Who would be the coach <laughs> of South Carolina? Sean Elliott. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. And now I'm less interested who the next coach at Georgia State is. I mean, Brian Landis. Now where is Brian Landis? He's at Georgia State. So he'd promote. He's my buddy. I just throw my okay. Hook my boy up. He listens to the show every week. Hey Brian, we just got you a deal. <laughs> That's it. No, the guys at Georgia State that listen every week are good dudes. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Hey, can I tell you another funny FCA, AFCA, FCA, AFCA deal? Sure, sure. So I have another friend that's a Power Five head coach, and uh, I saw uh, we have mutual guy on his staff is a friend of mine. I said, "Where's such and such at?" I won't, I'm not going to embarrass him and tell him his name. He's like, "Dude, he's flying in right now. He also listens to the show too. He's a Power Five head coach. Has been on was on home visit one time, and he was stuck at the airport because he did not uh, he did not know how to call an Uber." to get him from the airport to deal. So the assistant, the assistant had to send an Uber from the hotel to the, uh, to pick him up at the, at the airport. Cause he didn't know how, he didn't know how to use the Uber app. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you who it is afterwards. Yeah. I have a guess. That's great. Uh, yeah. He didn't know how to use Uber. That's uh, great. I, uh, you said the new recruiting cycle making two distinct windows. What do you mean? Yeah, so hiring windows. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, gotcha. you know, everybody's hiring right after the season now, like assistants and everything. You're fixing to see a big, 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 a lot of movement after signing day. What do you make of the rumors here that there's going to be movement pre-signing day involving Chris there may Partridge? Be movement. There may be movement here, I think, if they think who they're getting on the other end of it. I would be surprised if it was before signing day that, that that they had a new one. So you think if Pete Golden comes to leaves Alabama for Ole Miss, it's post signing day? I would think. I mean, that's just record history. Right. I mean, if it would be, he would be a new precedent. I don't think if he comes here, it's going to make you know Nick's not going to fire him. So it's going right. to be it's going to be he'll get a job and um, so on and so forth. But I mean, it could. But that's just how it normally works. 
Kevin Warren to the Bears. We, I was going to ask you about that. What you, how do you feel about that Bears guy? I'm not a Kevin Warren guy. You, I know, but you got to give the guy credit. He did a really good job for the for he the did. Big Ten from he a did. business standpoint. He did a good job. And he's going to a business position. I'm having a difficult time. I've I've had a difficult time, and it gets more difficult as the years go on. I'm having a hard time burying the hatchet that I have <laughs> with the people who wanted to cancel football in 2020 when it wasn't necessary to do it. It was just su- it was just super politically correct to do it, and I resent them, and so I've had a hard time forgiving them. Now, all you have to do to get me to like get over him is just go, "Hey, Neil, Fauci," and I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> And my hatred goes to him, and then I'm like, okay, go run the Bears. He's got big decisions to make from a business standpoint because the city of Chicago now desperately wants to keep the Bears at Soldier Field. And it's probably in the Bears' best interest to build the facility out in the burbs with the retractable roof and the whole deal where you can host a Super Bowl down the road and all of that and get out of downtown Chicago and, and all of that. So he's... Kevin Warren walks into a really big decision to be made. I think he's he's got enough nuts to do it, though. Yeah, he does. I mean, and it, look, he he pulled off the USC UCLA thing without anybody kind of knowing it. He cut TV a, deal. He cut a TV deal that was hey, dude, stud. Yeah, that was a big time deal. Um, just my problem with Kevin Warren, and not just Kevin Warren. There's several others, but I go back to August of 2020 and go, you guys, man, you you guys, that was not. Not good. Yeah. And I'm always reminded to do this. Thank you, Greg Sankey. Dude, how about my man Sankey? Let me tell you what I – people give Sankey shit a lot of times. A lot, he gets a lot of credit too, but he gets he's he gets picked on a lot. What he – you know, he said that – uh, talking about the uh, transfer window. Yeah. He's going – he admitted they he, – he admitted – that they didn't see the forest because of trees. In he way. did. He did. How he, many of those guys actually admit when they're wrong? Almost never. And 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 he does. I, I'm a I'm a <clears throat> I'm a big fan of him. I'm almost I'm almost such a fan of him that when I'm in his presence, I'm almost intimidated. I mean, because he's, he's so, a super cool guy, though. He's so so cool, but he's super smart. And I I respect people who admit. Yeah, you know what? We tried this, and mm, and when he said that about hey this this December thing, it's got to change. It's got to change. And and you and I have talked about it till we're blue in the face. And a lot of people just don't want to hear it. But now they're starting to see it. Like Derek Mason today, I'm, I'm walking away for a bit. You know, uh, you, you have all these people going, this, this doesn't work. And yeah. I thought for Sankey to come out um, on the eve of the championship game with all the cameras there and all the national people there, for him to come out at that point and go, you know what, I'm going to give this story to, I guess, Dellinger. Yeah, and Ross good dude. Ross, good dude, and then I'm gonna do the press conference so that I get a bunch of questions asked about it, and we're gonna talk about it. And for him to go, this doesn't work. And then they asked both Kirby's forget the outcome of the game. They asked both Sonny Dykes, who's been coaching forever, and Kirby, who's been coaching forever, about that story, essentially about December, and they both said the same thing, which is, I mean, Sonny Dykes is like, look, we just got through playing the biggest game in the in the history of the program against Michigan. We're getting ready to play the biggest program game in the history of the program against georgia we've got all this stuff going on we got to travel to los angeles we got to do all this stuff we had to get back from where were they in arizona or whatever they had to they had to do all that and 
you get six portal guys coming in for visits, and you yeah. go, well, don't bring in the visits. Well, if you don't bring in the visits, we can't get the guys out of the portal. So we got yeah. we got to figure out what we're doing. We've got kids. He had kids on his team looking to transfer. They had to do stuff that are like, hey, coach, no, no offense, but I, I got to take care of me. And you got all this stuff going on. And the truth is, it's all avoidable. You're trying to watch film for the biggest game of your life. For the biggest game of your life, you're trying to watch film and get a, and get a plan together, but you got to have a two-hour meeting with your backup freshman because he's crying and wants to go, you know, he doesn't like it, you know, whatever it is. Well, and you're bringing guys in, and you're bringing guys in, and you got to sit down and talk to yeah. them. And it just, it, it was too, it's too much. And oh, then, and don't, let's don't forget the NFL guys, too. You know what I mean? It just and, never stops. And, and forget the championship. In December, yeah. you had, like, you know, we went to the Las Vegas Bowl. You had those two programs are in – Las Vegas for three or four days, whatever it was, playing on a Saturday afternoon, and then they've got a haul ass back to Gainesville and Corvallis. Yeah, because they've got to get back because signing day is Wednesday. Yeah. And the dead period starts on Sunday night. I mean, it was – it look, it it, they, it doesn't make sense. Everybody knows it. Now it's a matter of, okay, how do you fix it? And, but I, I'll say this. I talked to a coach the other day who said, you know what, I kind of like it this way. And I said, really? And he goes, yeah, I do. And I said, why? And he said, well, I'll tell you why. Because we get it over with in December, for the most part, with the high school guys. He goes, it stops the January BS. Right. All the visits in January and the big weekends and everybody, all that stuff where if, if you miss out on a kid in January, that's all anybody remembers. They don't remember the guys that you already that you're, you've had committed for months. They just remember the guy that you lost on the last weekend. And he said, "And I kind of like the portal the way that it is." And I said, "Really? Why?" And he goes, "Because it's quick." He goes, "It's fast. It's transactional. We bring them in. They know what they're looking for. We know what we've got. Here's the meeting. Here's what we can do. Here's how many." Touches you're going to get. Here's how what role you're going to play on defense, whatever the case may be. Here's your spot. We can look at some film. We can talk to each other. Let's get done. There's no 48 hour visit. It's it's sometimes it's a 12 hour visit. It's it's in. Yeah, that part of it's good. And so I, you know, it's it's just the time when in the calendar it's located. That's the problem. It's not that it's not what it is. It's when it is. And um, you mentioned it earlier. You know, this was actually since I wrote up the outline this morning, but, you know, Derek Mason, you yep. know, stepping away yep. after 30 years because of what we've been talking about for burnout. years, burnout. Um, and I want to say this because I saw, I saw somebody on the board a minute ago say something about it, and I'll reiterate it. It is not about coaches working hard. That's not because coaches have worked hard forever. It's not about coaches working hard. Yeah, It's about the time. Okay, you're doing the same job, okay? It's like if I've been on a bunch of different staffs, right? When I was at Alabama, I'm talking about there wasn't a spare 13 milliseconds during the day. It was pop, 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 pop. And you got a lot done, and you the day went by quickly, mm-hmm. okay? And you got to, you did whatever. And then I was, I've been on a staff where I was ready to go at 4 o'clock, 4 o'clock, and sat there and played switch with my thumbs up my ass to try, you know, for six hours waiting on somebody else to do their thing, and you're just killing time, and people just like to meet to meet or be up there, and you're just wasting time, you know, not being efficient in your job. And so it's the time 
it's not working hard. It's the actual time at work. Does that make sense? Of course. It's not It's not about recruiting. I mean, yeah, it is about recruiting, but, <gasps> but it's people, the extra time. Come on, these people have families. These people, you got somebody at home that values their family yes. more than they do sitting in there watching film all night long. There, there are... I get tired of the alpha male bullshit. These people are like, yeah, yeah, you make a lot of money, you have to work hard, I don't see what the big deal is. It's not, it's not about it's that. It's not about the money. It's not about that. It's not, it, it, there's, there's, it's about, you see people walking away from money and it tells you that it's like, hey, for example. And it's one thing when you've got enough money to walk away. It is. I'm reminded of it. I'll be reminded of it tonight. It will hit me tonight. Carson 16. Yeah. I'm not making this about me, yeah. but there's a lot of guys that are my age in this business. He's 16. And I love nothing more in life than watching him play soccer. Yeah. Okay? Makes me I I think it is my happiest spot. Yeah. Okay? And I always think it. Boy, I'm going to miss this when it's over. Boy, when this couple years from now when he plays his last game, I'm going to miss this. And what's happening, and I know it and you know it because we know a lot. You know, for every one guy that I know, you know 10. Guys are looking around going, I don't get that back. They don't go back in age. I I'm, I'm, I, I don't want to miss my son's high school games. I don't want to miss my daughter's prom. I, 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 I don't – there are things – I don't want to miss my daughter's uh, soccer games. I don't want to miss. I don't. There are things I don't want to miss. There are things I'm unwilling to miss. Yeah. And they know that part of their job, you're going to miss stuff. Yeah. But now they look up and it's like, this is nonstop. Now I'm not missing some stuff. I'm missing all the stuff. And you don't get that back. You don't get to rebuild those relationships. You don't get to miss that. And, you know, I went to Carson's game on Monday night and, uh, Monday was my birthday. I didn't make a big deal of that because I don't give a shit about birthdays. Um, 26? 26. And they beat Tupelo 2-1. Two to one. Tupelo and Oxford are big rivals. And in soccer, it's a huge rivalry because all those kids play club together. Right. They all know each other. They've played club together. And they either really like each other or they really despise one another, right? And it's a mo- an emotional game. It's a big game. And, and Oxford won. And I came down on the, you know, down, down on the fence – Basically, to ask Carson, "Hey, are you coming home with with us? Or are you taking right. the bus home with your with your teammates?" And he came over and like, I was like, "Man, I've never seen you play so hard." And I figured it was because there was a couple of kids on that team that he wanted to kick their ass, you know. Yeah. And he was like, "No, I I did that for you. I was playing for you. I wanted." Oh, I, he went straight for the heartstrings. And I was like, "Dude, I mean, I'm probably about to start crying right here, you know." And I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's coaches don't want to miss that stuff. Coaches don't want to miss that stuff. And 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 I get it. And when you're missing all of it, it's different than when you are missing the part of it in the fall that you knew you were going to miss. Yeah. And we talked about this. Coaches know, coaches in the old days, five years ago, knew, yeah, we got a junior day on Saturday. Got to be at the got to be at the office at 630. We're going to get ready. You're going to have a quick meeting to remind each other, hey, Joe Smo's coming up. And, hey, his mama's name is, is Sonia. Mama Nam. And, and we need to make sure mama's the big person here. We need to make sure that we all go spend some time with Mama Sonia, right? <laughs> right? Am I right? And that's it. But you also knew that, hey, we're going we're gonna to go out of the field. Uh, you know, take some pictures. We're going to take some pictures. We're going to do some things. We're going to have a little barbecue yeah. at 11 o'clock. And uh, everybody's going to haul ass about one, and you get to go home. Shout out to Taylor Grocery. And you get to go home. And at 1 o'clock, you're heading home. 
And so you get to spend time with, with your kids and with your family. And Sunday was typically an off day, and you got back on Monday. So you end up kind of had a weekend. Well, now you don't. Yeah. Now that's, that doesn't happen. Now you've got these visits coming in, and you've got the portal, and then you've got recruiting, and then you've got the stuff, and you, you, you're constantly having to recruit your own guys because of the portal. And before you know it, it's year-round. And people say, I don't have any sympathy. Cool, don't. But the people that are hard, that hard ass, I have no sympathy. Okay. Yeah. So I, I mean, for the most part, my guess is that those are not happy people. Yeah. So I have to admit, so early, and my wife knows this, we've discussed it several times. You know, early in my career, I wanted my goal, I, I wanted to get to the SEC. That was, you know, and I started from the bottom, right? You work your ass off and you give up everything, and all you're doing is chasing, chasing, chasing. And, and, yeah. and just to be honest, it's selfish. Okay, I gave up a lot, and I didn't care, but I was providing more for my family. Sure. You're chasing, 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 chasing. And then the older you get, and I'm going to be honest, it was about 35 for me, so about 10 years ago. The older you get, your priorities start to shift. You start, you know, and then is it money? You know, and you start to realize, and I had a coach tell me one time, and it's probably what really hit it. I don't want to say his name, but a mentor of mine, he said, you know what? When you're on your deathbed, you're not going you're not gonna miss. You're not gonna be thinking about, man, I wish I'd have done another junior day, or man, I wish I would have called this kid, or man, I wish I would have gone to that home visit. You're gonna wish you had more time with your kids. Of course. And dude, when he told me that, he's right. I mean, he, he can't argue. No. He's right. No. You know, I wish I would have done watched a little bit more film. You, you're not gonna be thinking about any of that. You're going to be wishing you had that time back. And, dude, that hit me square in the fucking forehead. And ever since then, you know, and then when the pandemic hit, and I think that's what you're seeing with a lot of coaches, you all of a sudden had all this time at home. And you're like, holy, this is what it is. I mean, it was cool. Yeah, sure. And, you know, it's – it's uh, but at the end of the day, man, it's it's not about – it's not about hard work. It's about – that, and it's not about the money. Everybody wants to say, oh, you get paid money, money. Dude, and, I, and I've told people all the time, money is really cool until you get it. It's not everything. Well, and not everybody who's being affected by this is making a ton of money. Um, in Correct. Fact, in but, fact, a lot of the people who are being affected by this aren't making much at all. And so, anyway, and those people are exhausted. And when those people start bailing from it, and they will, there's going to be this void, and, and, and it's coming. So, yeah. anyway. It, all right, got to get to the NFL from a man grind. Real quick, uh, real quick, Lovey Smith with a uh, parting gift for the Houston Texans. How about that? You talk about a, 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 a hey, you notice he was fired before he left the stadium. They, well, they they should have fired him before he ran, went for two. They 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 shouldn't have let him coach the game. If he, I mean, you don't. That's the that's on the. That's oh, on it's them. totally. I mean, I was like pro lovey on this. I'm if like, you think if you think he or the players or anybody was going, I mean, they were all flipping the bird. You think you think Mills wouldn't want to score and win that game because he knows course. he's about to be replaced by the number one pick. Good for him. But that was bad on their part. All right. Uh, someone wanted to ask you real quick. Yeah, I want to get I'm to the games, but yeah. real, real fast, NFL contracts, how yeah, they're guaranteed. Real quick, so if you're the first, first four, if you're drafted the first in the first round, the first four years of your contract, so like Laquan, when he got drafted, that's how he's actually kept a job because the first four years are guaranteed, okay, regardless of what happens. If you're the second-round pick, the first two years of your contract are guaranteed plus your signing bonus, and then third round and on, nothing. So the guaranteed money, when you see somebody sign a contract and they get this guaranteed money as a vet, those are in bonuses. Right. And they hide all this money in bonuses because it doesn't affect the salary cap. Right. Okay. So 
if you see a guy that signs a $60 million guaranteed, he's getting some kind of bonuses, either it's a roster bonus or whatever it is, throughout the years and a signing bonus um, to hot, to keep the money out of the salary cap. Right. So that's how they pay the guys much money. All right, let's get to the playoffs. I did that quickly. You did use it as well. Well done. Uh, right, real quick, before we do that, I want to tell you that we're also brought to you um, by our friends at Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. They've been with MPW Digital forever, but they wanted to advertise on this show as well because you guys have uh, followed my advice. I've told you, if you have any doubt at all about your heating system working, got something on the brink, as we get closer, it feels weird to say it today as it looks so dreary outside and cold. The flip from the air to the heat today. But when you when you know that it's coming in like March, April, and you're about to flip to the air and you're like, I hope it's working, call the people at Comer. Call the people at Southern. If you're in the Oxford, Batesville area, call Comer. 662-801-1777. If you're in Memphis, uh, Hernando, Olive Branch, that area, call the people at Southern. Same great products, same great services, same great people, just different names. Southern 662-429-4429. All right, let's go through these games. All right. Seattle is at San Francisco, an NFC wildcard game. The Seahawks, a nine-and-a-half-point dog on the road in Santa Clara. I think this is – I'll let you. I'll go first and let you – because I know you haven't looked at them yet. I think the 49ers cover. I think I'd take 49ers and lay the points. Yeah. I'm also uh, – I think they blow them out. But I think this game goes under 42-and-a-half. Okay. So, I, I like San Francisco minus nine-and-a-half. What do you like? Uh, I like – I think I like the same thing. I like Niners laying the nine-and-a-half, and their defense is so good. And Seattle I, – I, I, I would – I love the uh, line more than I like the over-under, but I think if you forced me, I would go under. Yeah, they beat them. They played them, what, three weeks ago or four weeks ago in Santa Clara, and yep. they won 21-13, mm-hmm. and they, they struggled on offense. Um, and that was right after Debo got hurt. So I'll be interested to see what happens. But I think the 49ers are the real deal, um, and I think they, they pretty much handle this game. All right, the Saturday night game is the one. Oh. I'm super excited about it. Um Got the house. It's just going to be me and Carson and Caroline. She'll probably go out before she goes back to Fayetteville the next day. Carson, he'll probably be upstairs watching La Liga or something. So I'll have uh, I'll have Chargers Jags on the TV. Chargers a two and a half point road favorite in Jacksonville. The over under is forty seven and a half. This line has been all over the place. It was a pick 'em like yeah. two days ago. The it money's coming half, in on the Chargers. Two and a half. That's back down to one and a half. Okay. Like since we've typed it, I looked at it on the way over here. Um, I like the Chargers by at least a field goal here. I think Joey Boso is going to play. I mean, they're you know he's listed on the injury report and all that stuff, but they, the video of him at practice, he's not he he's not doing it for fun. He's uh, moving pretty good. I think Joey Bosa plays. It's the first time they've had him and Mac on the on the other side. I think the uh, they're getting receivers back. I think they're fisting the watch out for the Chargers. I have a hot take. Watch out for the Chargers. I have a hot take. What you got? The Kansas City Chiefs will not be in the AFC Championship game. Well, that you're saying that the Chargers are going to be then. Yep. I dude, I'm I'm I I can't fight you on that. It's just a hot take. It's yeah. not a. It, if 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 Kansas City goes on and wins the Super Bowl, I don't want people jumping at me. I just have this funny feeling that the Chargers are about to make a run. 
I don't know what that is. As soon as we say this, they'll get they beat by 60. They could go lose in Jacksonville. <laughs> they'll get well, look, 60. Look, the Jags have played really well lately. And, I mean, this is like six, seven weeks in a row that Jacksonville has looked like a, a playoff team. Can I say something? Sure. Can I be – nobody wants to – everybody wants to admit like they've been on this Trevor Lawrence train for so long. I have been on it from day one from the draft. And everybody was like, oh, I missed that one, missed that one. And everybody's starting to come around and be like, oh, he's starting to look like an NFL quarterback. So well, these are two guys both under 25. You know, I had an idiot redneck hot take that Trevor Lawrence was going to be a really good NFL quarterback. And everybody thought I was a redneck hot take. But Two guys under 25 playing their first playoff game. It won't be their last. No. I mean, whoever loses this game, it's not his last playoff game. He's coming back. I'm I going mean, to experience. It's been a long time since the Jaguars have been a playoffs. Yeah. I'm going to experience here. I just, dude, I'm. But I'm I like, going back to what you I, said a minute I like, ago. I like the over in this, too. I think both teams score points. That's, yeah, that's a lot of points. I'm not messing with that. That's a lot of points. But I will tell you, it's 47 and a half. Yep. I think you hit on something, though. You're talking about the Chargers and the Chiefs. Mm -hmm. If they got Bosa and Mack going mm -hmm. on both sides, that's when you give Kansas City fits. It's not one guy. Right. It's two guys. Right. Um, you may be on to something. If, if they're both healthy cooking next week when they play, I like what you're saying. All right. The uh, Sunday games uh, – the Dolphins getting 13 now. Two is not going to play. Uh, the Dolphins getting 13 at Buffalo. The over-unders, 43 and a half. That's a ton of points. Um, but I, I, Guess what? Yeah. I'm inclined to lay them. It's not enough. It's not enough. Well, so far, you and I are in total agreement. I actually like the over here. Um, No, I don't. Buffalo's going to stop. They're being a little shaky on defense, but, dude, they're going to be so juiced. I mean, you saw how they were this past Saturday. Um. Dude, I, I don't see any, <laughs> any way. Uh, but you know what? If they don't return a couple of kicks for touchdowns, that's a different contest. Well, they still have the ball and they score on those drives. You know true. what I'm saying? Like, I, I get it. Um, but I'm with you. Did you think, I, I shit you not, did you not think the NFL was rigged? That, I literally said that almost made me, that almost made me raise my hand for a conspiracy theory guy. Opening kickoff. Opening kickoff. I mean, they couldn't save it for the second one. I literally my my tin full hat went on for that for just a brief minute. I got to tell you, and you're you and you and I are both we cheer for the same team. If this weekend goes the way I think it's going to <laughs> are go, you gonna be pissed. I'm going to be pissed off come, now that he's okay. Come Sunday night, and I'm glad. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, thank God, Demar Hamlin right. is okay. Right. Um, but that game shouldn't be in Buffalo. They should treat this like they they're going to treat the AFC Championship game. It should be absolutely neutral field. Play the game in Atlanta. They're going to play. That's what they're saying now with the Bills and the. They're going to play it at Mercedes Benz. If, Bills and Chiefs. If the Bills and Chiefs go. But why not Bills and Bengals? I agree. I mean, why why are we assuming that the team that was losing the game at the time of the incident was going to win it? Was going to win it? I'm with you. I mean, if Cincinnati drives down the field and scores on that drive, and I think they were going to, it's fourteen to three. Now that's not a that's nothing that's not an insurmountable lead for the Buffalo right. Bills. But let's not pretend that, that Cincinnati was through scoring either. And, look, Buffalo's defense is not what Buffalo's defense was when uh, uh, Big Boy on the defensive end was out there, Von Miller. Von Miller's not there anymore. Yeah. And and Buffalo's defense isn't the same without Von Miller. And right. Buffalo's defense isn't going to be the same without DeMar Hamlin. And Buffalo's defense has those young corners that aren't particularly great right now. I'm just saying. No, you're, I mean, you're not wrong. Whatever the over is, take it next week. We're doing some coronating in the AFC that I don't completely understand. This whole, well, the Chiefs are going to win it. Oh, all right, well. I don't think the Chiefs get there either. And this whole deal about, well, it's, it's just Buffalo. I think the winner, well, we'll talk about the game in a minute, but I, I think the winner of the Bills and Bengals are going to do it. All right, so uh, you like 
You like the Bills I like minus the Bills the and points. I'm not touching the over-under, but I like the – well, if I did anything, I'd actually go under unless the Bills do something like the Cowboys do and cover it themselves. I think the uh, Dolphins with Thompson, even though they got Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, they're going to have a tough time scoring. All right, uh, the mid-afternoon game on uh, Sunday, the New York Giants uh, getting three points at Minnesota. The over-under on this is 48. I, th- I think this has a chance to be a really entertaining football game. I like the Giants plus three, mm-hmm. and I may even take on my personal side, I may even take the Giants money line. Giants very rested. They didn't play anybody last week. Saquon Barkley, uh, David Carr. It just feels – I think this is, this is going to be. It's going to be a good game. Yeah, I like this game. I, I like Giants plus the three as well. I think this uh, is a dirty game. I think this is a – they got it at 48. I think this game goes under. I think this is like a 24-21 type game. Yeah, I, I was, think it's 21-20. I was literally thinking 24-23, and in my mind I went, don't touch the over-under because that's 27. That's, well, the over is 48. I know, but that's 24-23 is 47, so it's right there. I think I think Vegas has this one pegged perfectly. Yeah. It's pretty good. I, I like. I just think it's going to be a dirty game for whatever reason. All right, the uh, Sunday night game on NBC. It's the Ravens and the Bengals. You can playing. be watching. Yeah, <laughs> Ravens getting nine uh, at Cincinnati. Cincinnati uh, Kappa is not going to play uh, up front. Cincinnati's uh, the whole right side of their offensive line out. Um. Meanwhile, it does not appear that Lamar Jackson's going to play. If he does play. He hasn't practiced in what that tomorrow will be forty one days. Forty days, yeah, forty one days. Dude, like that. Lamar Jackson can't go out there and go unless he's been doing something illegal on the side, which they actually cannot do in the NFL. Um, you can't be sharp enough in a in a playoff game to go out there and expect to like. I think yeah. he's not going to be running around. And Huntley hasn't hasn't thrown the ball this week, according to at least through Wednesday. Um, I just don't think they can score enough points, dude. But I'll tell you this, I. I like the nine points. Give me nine points. I don't think this is a blowout. It wasn't a blowout last week. That Baltimore defense is really good. They're good, but I'm taking – I'm going to lay the points. I'll say this about Cincinnati. I'm betting with my heart, too. Cincinnati is one pissed-off team. Oh, yeah. They're pissed off at the league. They're pissed off at the Ravens, who they said were dirty last week. Well, I'm not saying they were. I'm just saying Cincinnati says they were. And this is at home, and that is a fired-up crowd and – Sunday night, it's gonna be gonna be a little gonna be a little wild. How weird is it though that they're going right back? I mean, they were just there. Yeah. And you know, they gotta go right back. Yeah. That's weird. It doesn't happen very often. And then the Monday night game, another really interesting game. The Dallas Cowboys head to Tampa. Uh Dallas getting giving two and a half at Tampa Bay. The uh, over under on this is forty five and a half. I don't even think this game's gonna be close. I'm going Cowboys big. I don't think Tampa can block Micah Parsons. I just don't think they're going to be able to score with the Cowboys. Now, the Cowboys have been a little mm, bit. Did you watch last week? Yeah, <sighs> but but can I tell you another thing about that, too, is I think they were doing some scoreboard watching. Could be. And oh, They saw Philadelphia yeah. doing their thing. Well, because they run like, dude, don't think that doesn't happen now. They, they they were on the road. They were running it. They were up 21 nothing or whatever it was. They were, you know, and they started – Going back down, but I dude, I like the Cowboys. I think this is the year. I think everybody's like, oh, everybody's going, oh, Cowboys, you know, they never win, all that stuff. Now I'll come back here on uh, well, good thing this is Monday night. We'll get to talk about it again Monday. But <laughs> the, the uh, I think this is the year, man. Okay, I think this is year. If you, I don't. if you give me like a 
if you made me pick an NFC team to go to the Super Bowl and you put a gun to my head, I would put I would say the 49ers. Yeah. If I'm Same. if I'm just betting to have some fun, the Cowboys. I'll tell you this. If all of that comes to fruition next week, we got a, a handful of just doozy games. Yeah. I mean, you'd have Chargers at Chiefs, sign me up. Yep. You'd have Bengals at Bills, yep. sign me up. You'd have Eagles C- Cowboys. Cowboys in Philly. Yeah. Again, sign me up. And you'd have 49ers and well, no, that's that's wrong. If the Giants beat the Vikings, they would go to Philly in the and the Cowboys won. They would go to uh, the 49ers. They take some. They reseed them. Oh, that's them. right. The Giants are a six seed. The Giants are a six seed. And yeah, and that's. But if it's Minnesota, if it's Minnesota, right. it would be Minnesota and San Francisco. You know, I'd be in on the Giants Philly game. I divisional think, third I think, time. I think Philly wins, but that divisional third time matchup is is pretty interesting. And then you'd have Cowboys Niners. Philly's lost their rhythm a little bit on offense, though. Yeah, even with I mean they they were out of rhythm. They did a smart thing by playing him last week. They needed and, and it. got into some. Yeah, but then he's got to sit another week. Got to sit another week. Yep. So that was good there. I got a gun to your head. Who's in the Super Bowl? Niners. I feel good about it. I would have said Bengals before the second offensive line injury. I'll say Niners Bills, but if you told me it's Niners Bengals, I'm not even a little surprised. I'm 100% in agreement with you if I gun this to my head. I think the Bills, because they're going to play that game at home, if you put a gun to my head, I'm Niners Bills. And then Bills don't have to go through Arrowhead. Bengals would have to go through Arrowhead if, if Kansas City beat the right. Chargers. They got an easier path. Yeah. If it's such thing. I just... I know what I was seeing with Buffalo's defense the last couple of weeks. Look, New England had some success against them. Cincinnati was dicing them up in the first half of that first quarter before the, the uh, Hamlin incident. The reason I say the Cowboys is kind of my sleeper. If the Cowboys get to where they have to play the 49ers, okay, let's get to that point. Mm-hmm. It's a really good matchup for Dallas because they're going to be able defensively to slow them down offensively right. enough they could win a low-scoring game. Yeah, that would be a hell of a game. There's look, it's the best weekend in all of, in all of professional footballs. The divisional playoff week. weekend, it's fantastic. All right, we'll talk about it a lot next week. We'll be back on Monday. We'll still have one more wild card game to talk about. We'll talk about some other things as well. Um, again, we've been brought to you by our friends at Rain Total Body Fuel, 300 milligrams of natural caffeine, BCAAs, electrolytes, zero sugar. It's got what you need to push the limits. And achieve your goals. Check them out on Instagram at Rain Body Fuel. Got to learn more. Oh, thanks to uh, Austin for the super chat. He says it's even worse when you realize the Chiefs would have lost the tiebreaker to either the Bills or the Bengals because they both beat Kansas City. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I don't get it. You got two Bengals fans here, so. I mean, I don't get it. Um, I will say that the Bengals seem uber motivated. And look, we've known this all along. If you get a chance to get an AFC semifinals, basically, where you have Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, and uh, Josh Allen. It's almost like the NFL's rigged. Ten hat. Well, but it's almost like, hey, quarterback really matters. Huh? 
It's almost like quarterback really matters. And we, so I'll tease this for Monday it because it's going to be something we're going to talk about for three months. But I am absolutely fascinated to see what the Chicago Bears do with the first pick. I'm fascinated. Dude, my GM hat has been on since Sunday afternoon. I, I got, am. I got. I got all kinds of shit. I've got about. so many thoughts about what the Bears will do. It's a conversation we'll probably have 10 times if we have it once, but we'll probably start to have it on Monday. I know we're going to talk mostly about the playoffs and about what's going on in college with the coaching and stuff, but I am literally just fascinated. Don't you know the Bears GM walked into the office on Monday and he had to he had to order a special set of trousers that could fit his big balls that he now has when he goes into the office. Well, he's got a lot. Of, <laughs> hey, this is but in, in all seriousness, this is going to be the decision that shapes his career. And, oh yeah, you're and right about that. He's got a decision to make about Justin Fields. Yeah, he's got a decision to make about what he does with that pick. He's, you could do so many things. He's potentially got a decision to make about Lamar Jackson. He's got decisions to make, and hey. And they've got so much. We're not going to have the conversation now, so yeah. just save it. Save it I for money. It. But they have so much money also under the cap. It's, One, like, it's like 108. 08. It's a ton of money. They can do so much with their roster this offseason. Do they have another pick? Or do they just have one in the first round? I think they just have one in the okay. first round. But, I mean, you know, they could – you could right off the bat trade with Houston and have the two in the 12. Boom. You could also – we'll talk about it Monday. But yeah. you could also trade with Houston and have the one in the two. Oh, because you could I move. I got a scenario. Because you could move. Yeah. Okay, we're going to save it. We'll do that on Monday. Thanks to everybody for being part of it. Appreciate everybody in the uh, in the stream. Have a great weekend. Enjoy, uh, enjoy the NFL playoffs, college basketball, whatever you're into. And uh, we will be back with you on Monday for another edition of McCready and Siski powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. Until then, take care. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.